Narcissistic parents want me to trade houses with them because I got a better one and then literally stole my air conditioners when I refused to give them money. I'm going to start this off by saying if you have a house and don't have cameras, you should get some. I have some now, but I should have gotten them sooner. I live in a pretty typical manufactured home in Arizona, and my parents also live in one a few streets over. Despite how close we are, I'm very low contact because they're just bad people. They treated me okay as a kid, but things changed as I was in my late teens as I was expected to do more and pay my way as I finished high school. That's fair, I was an adult by then after all, but my parents wanted a lot more than rent than I'd have to pay to get my own apartment. I'd have next to nothing left of my monthly paycheck if I'd given them what they wanted, so I refused to give them more than a fair amount plus a share in utilities. And I started buying my own food as well. My father openly said that this was not good enough, and my parents filed paperwork to evict me because I refused to cater to their demands. I left home and got an apartment with my best friend, and five years later, I bought a house in a neighborhood not far away. It's just a manufactured home on a small property, but it was so damn cheap I couldn't turn it down, and my monthly mortgage isn't bad either. I even moved my best friend in to help me cover the bills because we had already used the same living space, and the house gives us much more room. I may even let another friend move in to get some more rent money for the mortgage because we've got one room that's actually left unused since it's a three-bedroom house. My parents, though, didn't like that I got my independence from them and wanted me to fail or something. I'm not really sure, but the incident that caused very low contact was when they demanded that I trade houses with them. Yeah, you read that correctly, they actually wanted to trade. Their manufactured home is smaller and older than mine and has one less bedroom, and their yard is smaller too. Not that either of us have any grass because it's Arizona after all, but when they first saw my place, they looked pissed. After a couple more visits, my father said it actually wasn't fair, I'm doing better than them and was rubbing my nicer house in their face. It's just an old manufactured home in one of the hottest states in the US, so there's really not much to brag about. But I guess having something even slightly better than what my parents had irked them. And as I've already said, they demanded we trade houses because of it. My friend who lives with me literally fell onto the couch laughing when they said that and I couldn't help but join. My father said it was not funny and to give him what he wants and when I recovered my composure I said him and my mom are not entitled to my house or anything I own for that matter and then told him to get out. And after that we barely spoke. But then the pandemic hit and it didn't change my life much. I liked the peace and quiet and my friend knew to leave me alone most of the time. My father, however, got laid off and struggled to find another job and ended up working in a local Walmart, or a local Marta Wall, sorry, for half a year before getting a better paying job. I did get a kick out of him seeing him there when I was shopping for groceries, but as much as I hate him, I'm not going to call him a bad employee. He actually did fine, but during that time, he and my mom kept calling me and asking me for money. And I know what y'all are thinking, don't give them anything, and they didn't want loans, they wanted handouts. Why? Because apparently they raised me and I owed them. I said if they didn't want the cost of raising a kid, they shouldn't have had one, and a few weeks ago, my mom called me begging for money because their dinosaur of a window AC unit finally crapped out. I told them I was not giving them anything, and they were too cheap to replace that old AC unit for a long time, so I wasn't going to buy them a new one. My mom then complained about how I have two in my house, and the least I could do is give them one, and I said maybe if she and my father weren't always pissing away their money on beer and MJ all the time, they'd have money to buy another unit. Then I said I wasn't giving them one of mine or any more money, period, end of story. 
Only it wasn't the end of the story. A few days later, I came home from work to find my house had been broken into. My front locks were drilled out and both of my window AC units were gone, but nothing else was stolen and they had gone out of their way to make a huge mess for some stupid reason. Probably to make it look like a typical robbery or something. I knew it had to have been my parents and called the cops and I told the police I heavily suspected my parents of the theft because they act entitled to my stuff even though I'm a grown man who doesn't live with them. I went to the police to my parents' house and sure enough, they had both my AC units on their windows and when confronted, my parents tried to deny the theft, claiming they already owned the units. But statements from their neighbors said otherwise, and my parents still tried denying the theft. I'd bought both AC units used online years ago, which means I had no receipts for them, so I figured my only option was to look for witnesses in my neighborhood, and as luck would have it, a neighbor across the street had cameras, and the edge of one of them caught just enough to see my parents showing up in the truck, my dad walking with the cordless power drill in hand, and a few minutes later they came back with the units, and then ransacked the place, I'm guessing. With this evidence in hand, the police had cause to arrest my parents, and at first both of them acted like they did nothing wrong, but I convinced the police to let me do the talking, and I said they could either return the units and clean up the mess they made, or I'd let the police arrest them both right there. They'd already stolen from me, lied to police, trespassed, vandalized my house, broke my front door locks, and there's video evidence of them doing it. If I press charges, they're both going to jail for sure. My parents looked deflated and then asked for a moment to talk in the bedroom. I heard a lot of shouting from both of them and could hear my or my mother yelling my father was an idiot. And he was trying to blame me in turn. After about five minutes of that, they came back out looking more deflated and said they'd return it and stop bothering me for money if I didn't press charges. I said they were going to clean up the mess in my house and buy new locks as well, and I wanted written apologies from both of them on top of it, and they agreed, but even got a police escort back to my house. My father was forced to put the AC units back in my window and then left my mom to clean up the huge mess while he went out and bought replacement locks for the door. He was gone an hour and came back with a new stainless steel lock set to replace the knob in the dead bolt and then had to help my mom finish cleaning. And during this time, I let the two cops just sit and watch him drinking soda. They said it was very entertaining. After everything was cleaned up, I gave my parents each a piece of paper and pencil and told them to write out apologies for what they'd done. My father looked pissed and said I was treating him like a child and I said he was acting like one and had never stopped treating me as a child either. This was just me holding him accountable and that I could have sent him to jail, but I felt like this was better for teaching him a lesson. He kind of snorted and started writing and my mother wrote out a good apology, but my father's was half impressive aggressive. But I didn't care. It killed him a little inside to have to do it. And when he was done, he left without speaking. My mom said she was sorry and she'd leave me alone and followed after him. And the two cops thought the whole thing was hilarious and thanked me for giving them an excuse to take a break on the job before they left. Not long after, I shelled out to get some cameras for the outside of the house. So if someone tries to break in again, I'll get it on video. I have two cameras, but added a few more fake ones that look real enough to scare people off and haven't heard a peep from my parents. But the next door neighbor told me they went and bought a new unit and I guess they had money for one after all. Makes me wonder how they were when they thought it would be a good idea to steal from me. Maybe having lean pockets will teach them. Then again, they are who they are after all. I feel like there's entitled parents and then there's parents so entitled they literally do breaking and entering and ransack your house to steal something that doesn't belong to them, dude. Insisting to change houses is nuts enough. The fact that they're committing robbery on their son is something else. Honestly, I think that story might take the cake for the worst parents I've literally ever seen on the subreddit. What's going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am and we're back with another episode of the Entitled Parent series. You guys tend to really like these so I figured I would do another one. So uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get into some Entitled Parents. Entitled Mother Attempts to Steal Phone from Deaf Brother. 
Me and my brother were at an ice cream shop and he asked me if I liked it in sign language and I replied yes. A kid came over to us and said, hey, why are you doing that, you know, with the hands? And I explained that it was sign language and now was deaf. And he responded, oh, okay, and went back to his table. A few minutes later, the beach blonde spray tan mother approached us. Hey, so your brother's deaf, right? Yeah, why? So why does he have a phone? You know, my son's been getting good grades and he should have it because he can hear. Is this a joke? No, you can't. Him being deaf doesn't have anything to do with his ability to own a phone. But he can't even call. My child gets lost and it would be so helpful if he could call me. The kid came over to the entitled mom at that point. Mom, can I have the phone now? Just a second, honey. Listen, you're a liar and we all know that's probably not even his phone. Just hand it over and we'll call it even. Even for what? I looked over it now blissfully unaware and signed, we go now. And as we got up, the kid snatched the phone from his hands and ran into the bathroom. Now ran after him, cause it was the boys bathroom and I didn't follow cause I'm a girl. And 30 seconds later, the kid came out crying and now came out with bleeding arms and a dripping wet phone. The kid ran to his mom and said now attacked him. And the entitled mom ran to him, but I got in the way and her kid started biting me. I hit him in the face and knocked him out for a second because I was twice his side. Was The mom didn't really care at this point because an employee came out. Ma'am, what's going on here? Is the kid okay? This woman and her child attacked me and he's trying to steal my brother's phone. That's not true. This phone is my son's and that kid stole it. And then she knocked my son out. I knocked the kid out in self-defense, I replied, and I showed him the bleeding bite marks I had. The employee took the kid inside and pulled the mom into a separate room while I caught him up in sign language. They took our statements and we talked to the police for a bit and answered some questions and there ended up being cameras and we got sent home about an hour later. Dude, what type of demon family did you bump into? I couldn't imagine demanding someone's phone, right? Obviously, them being deaf has nothing to do with them being able to own anything, but on top of it, the fact that the kid's just running around leaving bloody bite marks on strangers Chomp chomp, what is this? The the girl from Finding Nemo? I'm a piranha, I live in the Amazon. Karen gets mad at me because I stopped her kids from committing vandalism. Yesterday, me and my mom picked up our cat from the vet. He was very stressed, so I tried to be as careful as possible. It was our first time visiting this vet because it's in a pretty rural area that's unfamiliar to us. My mother and I wanted to take the bus home because gas prices are through the roof, and once we arrived there, we met the rest of the cast. Everything was fine at first. The kids of Karen were playing together, and although they were a bit loud, it didn't cause much of a ruckus, just kids being kids. A nice lady approached us and started asking about our cat who was calmly resting in his box and the nice lady was also a cat owner so we started a little conversation in a group of three talking about cats. The issue began after about five minutes of waiting time where a fallen over advertisement poster became the victim of these four kids. They started kicking it and got incredibly loud while using an incredibly vile vocabulary that would use that would make even a sailor cringe. I tried to ignore it at first, trying to continue the conversation with the nice lady, but after 15 minutes of hearing these kids screech around very cruel insults at the woman pictured on the advertisement and breaking the frame the poster was embedded in, I had had enough. During these 15 minutes, Karen did nothing and just watched as this all went down with a smile on her face while everyone else looked visibly uncomfortable. In an attempt of pure desperation to get the noise to stop, I walked over to one of Karen's little angels who was holding the poster and his siblings violently ripped it out of the frame and I told him calmly but firmly to hand it over so I can put it away. He did so reluctantly and as I grabbed one of the broken things off the ground to put it away, Karen took action. But instead of doing her job and controlling her kids, she came over to me. The interaction went like this. What are you doing? I'm putting away the poster. What your kids are doing isn't okay. And some idiot left it 
it's there so my kids can do what they want with it. You are also their age once. Try to be understanding. I don't know about y'all, but vandalism wasn't my typical childhood activity, but maybe that's just me. That doesn't make it okay. It's still public property, and your kids are being incredibly loud and disrespectful. Everyone here besides you is bothered by the way your kids act. Oh, shut up, you liberal. It's not that serious. What do you think you are, huh? At this point, my mind went blank because she started getting incredibly close up to my face, trying to tower over me and screamed at me. She wasn't wearing a mask, which revealed her very horrible choice of a lipstick color that I can only describe as pink and orange highlighter mixed together. I'm incredibly afraid of close contact and felt threatened, so I unintentionally got a little louder. I don't appreciate being talked to this way. Talk to me like a grown adult. Karen proceeded to tell me to calm down after screaming inches from my face, acting like I was the irrational one. At this point, my mom called me over because she noticed I was becoming distressed and knows I have a hard time stopping arguments once they start. I came back to my mother and the nice lady in a huff, and I was still distressed about the whole situation as they tried their best to distract me by continuing the previous conversation, telling me that trying to reason with someone like that isn't worth it and a waste of time. Karen, meanwhile, went absolutely ballistic, ranting to her friend loudly and stomping and pointing at me like a five-year-old throwing a tantrum over not getting ice cream for dinner. Her ponytail frizzied, her platinum-bleached hair flailed around as she did so. Her kids, of course, went back to the poor poster and started violating it again, and I decided to not get myself involved and started talking about cats and with the nice lady. Trying my best to keep my sensory overload under control, Karen half-heartedly tried to stop her kids from violating the poster to no avail. After she got them to stop, they just went right back to it after five seconds. After 20 minutes of waiting for this bus, Karen, her friend, and her angels decided to go home on foot. But before they did, one of Karen's little angels, aka the one who held the poster when I took it away, decided to come up behind me and screech into my ear before walking away with his mother. Afterwards, I was able to enjoy 10 minutes of silence before the bus came and my ears still hurt after an hour. And that's the tale of Karen getting upset for me for doing her job. Thanks for listening. If you made it this far, hope you liked it. I personally don't care if people are swearing, but yeah, if they're gonna start destroying metal framed posters at the bus stop, that's pretty destructive, dude. I couldn't imagine my mom just watching me vandalize something and saying literally nothing about it. Hey, stop vandalizing that. Who are you to tell my kids to stop vandalizing? If they want to do it, that's their right. It's like, well, yeah, it's still kind of illegal, though. An entitled mother tries to skip the queue and also claims a woman assaults her when she doesn't get her way. So I was buying some things in my local news agents, and there was only one person between the three tills at the time. And at this time, there are a lot of kids coming out of school and buying things, and in other words, the store is busy. The cashier lady was helping some guy at the post office section when I got into the queue, and yeah, it took a while and the queue was somewhat crowded, but it is what it is. And in comes the entitled mom and her snot goblin. Within the next minute, the entitled mom starts muttering, saying things like, this is ridiculous, why is the cashier not helping, and the kids start starts full-on screaming because they'd been waiting too long. They were literally in the queue for about two minutes at this point. The mom then started to try to push her way towards the front. Have it known, the cashier lady is still working on the post office queue. As she begins shoving her way through the family, dragging the still-screaming kid, she pushes past me. I didn't say anything as I'm bad at talking to people and don't like confrontation, and then tried to push past the woman at the head of the queue, a woman with two young children. However, the woman asks her what she thinks she's doing and that she needs to go to the back of 
the queue, as the woman is aware that she just pushed through people who have been waiting longer. The entitled mom asks the woman to move so she can get to the front, and the woman says no. She then begins to try to guilt trip the woman into letting her past, using her screaming kid as a reason. My son wants to let me get home. Please let me get to the front. If you don't move, you will have to listen to my son's heartbreaking wails and feel bad. However, the woman stood her ground and told her to get to the back of the queue, and she lost her mind and began raising her voice at the woman, telling her aggressively to get the F out of the way. Let it be known there's young children in the store, and the woman tells her not to use such language in front of young kids. The entitled mom tells the woman to not be such a smug bish, and the kid is still crying and screaming, and one of the woman's kids says, Mommy, why is that kid screaming? To which the entitled mom replies, saying it's because your bish of a mother is a effing butthole who won't let us go home. Woman is close to her breaking point with the entitled mother and tells her kids to wait outside, which they do. The woman then tells the entitled mother to get to the back of the queue. The entitled mother refused and told the woman to get out of the way because her kids aren't there so she can leave. The woman replied, saying that she still needed to pay for the stuff she got from the shelves and the woman told her to put it back. The woman says she can't put it back and her hands have spread germs onto the wrappers now and anyways, the stuff is for her kids and for herself. The entitled mother looks at the cashier, who's on the last person for the post office queue by now, not long enough to wait, and the entitled mom begins shrieking, saying things like, you just hit me, you psycho, which makes basically everyone turn around. Let it be known, the other woman has a purse in one hand and the thing she's buying in the other. The woman looks alarmed now and starts protesting, saying that the entitled mother is lying. The commotion finally gets the attention of the cashier, who's done with the post office queue, and she comes over and asks the entitled mom what's happening. And before the woman could speak, the entitled mom begins saying that the woman assaulted her and she's going to call the police, and the cashier smiles and says, Lady, you know we have security cameras, right? The entitled mother goes pale and begins dragging the still, or still crying kid out of the store, dropping things she's buying as she went. I feel like waiting in line is not that bad, especially when it's like just very obvious that all the workers are trying their best. I don't know why you would ever pretend that somebody was assaulting you because you just hate waiting in line that much. I feel like it's just really not that deep. My dad co-signed for my car when I was 18 and keeps threatening to take it away if I drive far and I'm almost 21. I don't know if this is the right sub, but I need advice. When I was 18, I got my first car and my dad helped me, so he co-signed. I'm now turning 21 next month and I've been in a long-distance relationship for a year and a half and we live six hours apart. When my boyfriend and I first met in October 2020, I offered to pick him up at the train station, which is three hours from me. Once my mom found that out, she said no and everything went crazy. My dad sat down with me and had a talk explaining I'm not allowed to do so or he'll take my car away. Being 19 at the time, I was like, what the heck? I understood safety precautions, so I let it slide. The next time, I had been with my boyfriend for some months, and I'm almost 20. I really missed him and started to think about driving to him and thought it'd be different since they met him and such. Nope, my dad talked to me again and said I'm not allowed. My parents talked to each other to try to figure out how the co-signer can take away the car, and he threatened me saying he'd take my car away again. He said I had 30 days to figure out how to take his name off the title, which isn't possible unless I pay it all off, and that was over a year ago and his name's still on the title because there's no way to get rid of it. Since then, I've been afraid to even mention driving to my boyfriend because of this, so I've taken planes and trains, and I'm almost 21 and don't even live with my dad, I live with my mom. He crossed some boundaries too by tracking my phone without telling me, but I get texts from T-Mobile saying, blank now has your location. I would be less mad about it if the fact if he told me, but I'm also almost 21. I've made sure I've been more independent without permission, but this is really something where I don't know what to do and any advice is appreciated. Yeah, your parents sound nuts, you know, like you are an adult, technically you can do what they want, but what I really don't 
don't understand is they're perfectly okay with you taking planes and trains over to visit your boyfriend, but they're definitely not cool with you taking the car that you own? Like, am I missing something? Do you not pay for it at all? Are you, like, using them for gas money? I just, if it's a safety thing, you think they wouldn't let you, like, you know, just fly across the country either. Also, your dad demanding your location and without your permission adding it even though you're 21? I don't know. It sounds like your parents got some control issues you might have to work out, dude, because uh, they're not trying to let you ever leave the nest. You're going to be 55 years old with your mom bringing you lunch every day. Anyways, guys, I think that's going to do it for the video. Hopefully you enjoyed. I know you guys really do enjoy the Entitled Parents series, so uh, if you could like and comment, that would be sick. And if you want more of them, be sure to subscribe and turn on those notifications so you never miss another video. If you want to listen to these offline without gameplay, whatever floats your boat, I do post them on Spotify. Link can be found down below in the description. So uh, like I said, check that out if you want. No pressure. But uh, yeah, on that note, guys, I'm going to go make sure my parents aren't tracking me now. Don't get anyone pregnant if you do. Make sure they're hot. And hopefully I will see each and every single one of you guys next time with another video. I'm out. Peace.